0: Life is just not as simple as I thought it was.
1: Family man, yeah. Welcome to the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey Todd, how's it going?
0: Scott, my voice is back to normal, but you sound half yeah, dead. I caught whatever you had. I think <laughs> over the airwaves. Yeah. Are you Are you working on something?
1: Yep. I don't know. My son wasn't feeling great for a few days, and now I'm not. We kept trying to say it was probably allergies, but I don't think it is.
0: So <laughs> It's amazing what we do. I mean, it's still kind of our joke at our house that, you know, we would go to when our kids were young and my wife would work the nursery, you know, someone would bring their slobbering, drooling, <laughs> yeah. snotty-faced kid you know and the rules are if your kid is leaking don't bring him to the nursery and they'd always say he's just teething <laughs> <laughs> like, right and so now it is like oh, they're probably they're just teething or it's <laughs> allergies you know and we want to believe the best yep. but it rarely is that is the season
1: of course then i had a moment yesterday where i'm like you know it feels a little bit like when i had pneumonia and covid together <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are I thought we made this packed. We would never use the C word uh, on this show or in life ever again. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I actually said it the other day. I was don't like saying it. Yeah. I don't like acknowledging it. I don't know why. I know. I know. It's terrible. All
1: right. Moving but, right along.
0: I know, but today's a big day here at the Wilson household. It's my wife's birthday. And uh Happy so birthday. it's uh, exactly she won't hear that, so You wasted it. Uh, (laughs) But I can tell I like it when you feel like your parenting has paid off. Um, Not with my wife, of course, but with my kids. Because this morning I woke up and I was probably the first one out a little before seven. And I walked out of the bedroom and I saw a rose, you know, sitting on near the door. And there was a yellow note. And I assumed it was from my daughter Maggie to my wife, and I because I saw "Happy Birthday, Mom." And then I went downstairs and was just kind of straightening up to make sure the house was decorated for her birthday because we always put up balloons and crepe paper. We don't go overboard, so don't don't get <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Um, but the kids had done it the night before because uh, I went to bed before they did, and there was another rose, and I just thought, oh, that was nice of her, and I read it. And it was from my son, Cal. And it was just, he had a couple more sitting around with each had a little sticky note. And I thought, you know, he learned that from his dad because I all put notes around for my wife to find throughout the day. You know, and I wasn't thinking so much like, oh, what, a, you know, that was neat that he did it for his mom, but that one day he'll do it for his wife and for their kids. And I kind of like that. I like seeing it kind of play out. You know, fast forward.
1: Just make sure he doesn't just do it for his mom and forget to do his wife because then things get really ugly in marriage.
0: (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. But I I know he will. I know he'll do it for his wife and he'll do it for his kids um, because I did it. You know, and uh, because really we kind of parent that way thinking, you know, we we do these things. I, I see my sons working to get their children to obey them not for now, but so that later on that they will obey God, you know, they will obey the laws because what we do now is so much bigger than just for our convenience. And I like seeing it kind of play out that way. Well done. So I don't know about well done, but it is fun to <laughs> see that it works. Yes. <laughs> you know, it'll work. Um, you know, cause I, I know moms would like us to be these super intentional dads where we sit down with our children and we, you know, we have a white marker board and we have our Bibles open and we do these, these things where we intentionally teach them. But the truth is, you know, the way more powerful thing is to model it and to be the example because your children will, will follow your example. Yeah, I knew a dad who used to say to his kids, you know, don't do as I do, do as I say. And I'm like, that's a stupid thing to say because that's not the way it works. You know, and he kind of said it like a joke, but, but our, our kids, they, they become like us. Sounds like a song.
1: Exactly. yeah. they will <laughs> catch what you're like, whether you mean for them to or not.
0: Yeah. And we see it both ways. I mean, I see the ugliness too. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a little bit of me <laughs> <Yeah>. right there. <laughs>
1: it's terrifying, dude. I have one son who will literally say things that i've said verbatim
0: and it's just like <laughs> oh wow
1: he's really listening isn't
0: he <laughs> and that's part of parent fathering that we give them baggage to work through later <laughs> yeah. when their wife hates them for it <laughs> you're just like your father <laughs> yeah.
1: that's the one i joke about i tell them yeah there's t- you need something to talk to your therapist about some days
0: so. <laughs> and, and it is kind of true i mean yes. You know, I mean, I, I know some parents, dads feel all this weight or parents will feel all this weight. Moms feel more of it that, you know, that we're going to screw them up. And and there's truth in that. But that's that's just part of the process. You know, you're and you see it. You know, I mean, I'm sure you do with your married daughter. You see those things and you're like, "Ooh, we should have covered that part, you know. Uh, but that's just part of it. That's part of the fun <laughs> later <Yeah>. on. <laughs> so, hey, but here's what I thought we'd talk about today, Scott, because I'm, I'm feeling feeling this and I'm not going to tell you why I'm feeling it because somebody might find out. <laughs> um, but it's this idea and I've talked about it for really years. Um, whenever I go and speak somewhere, it's one of the topics I talk about. This a topic of being real. And I don't know what it is, but every once in a while, I catch a snippet of a conversation where I'm like, you mean you didn't tell your husband that, or you didn't tell your wife that, or your kids don't even know. And it's a huge deal. I mean, I, I, I hear it way too often. Like these parents, they, they're going through something tragic and they don't want anybody to know about it. I don't know why. Why? you know, or maybe it's not even tragic. Uh, Maybe it's heartbreaking. Maybe it's, maybe it is tragic. Maybe it's just normal life. I mean, I remember even as a pastor, we had a a situation where a family, and they're not even living anymore, the husband and the wife, they had a daughter who was, uh, whose husband committed adultery. And, you know, they were heartbroken, and they brought it to the board, and I was on the board. I was a pastor, and But they said, we really don't want anybody to know about it. Now, they may have had a hundred reasons for people not to know about it, but it was, I thought it was tragic at the time. I was just a kid. I wish I had said to this old man, that's a mistake. You know, it's not about dragging someone through the mud because the husband was still involved. But now your daughter, who's the victim here, you know, she looks like a mess. You know and all she can say to everybody when they go are you doing okay yeah i'm i'm fine you know it's just been hard lately and everybody after a while they kind of like what's her deal you know Mm -hmm. why can't she get over whatever it is what's you know and i just thought they missed an opportunity nobody ever prayed for this husband or this wife this marriage and you know years later the husband not even very many years later, the husband did it again, he was kicked out. Um, he died tragically, and you know, she's remarried and and their kids still have scars. And I think could it have been a different picture if maybe and I'm I'm not saying, you know, that would have made a difference, but could it have? Could it have? Is that a word? Could it have? <laughs> sure. Okay, could it have? I kinda like that word. I mean write it out. Could it have? Um If people would have prayed and prayed for this husband and prayed for this wife, maybe something else could change. So Scott, the question comes, Mm. why is it that we're afraid of being real with one another?
1: I think at least part of it, and I'm a little foggy, so take this for what it's worth. But I think at least part of it must be that we get so many answers from people Oh, like oh well you should do this no you should I think we talked about that recently too actually <laughs> like mm-hmm. we get all the shoulds from everybody and nobody wants the shoulds they want somebody mm-hmm. to listen to them
0: that's a that's a great point that's a great point so maybe it's not or maybe it I was gonna say you know so maybe it's not pride that we just want to appear like we have it all together even though that may be true. well there's that too <laughs> yeah there's that true. And maybe, you know, maybe it is because I'm the type who, and and my wife will say it's pride. I vehemently disagree (laughs) she might be right. I When I work on a project, I mean, we're not talking about like divulging things, but when I'm working on a project, like working on my car, even if I've never done it, I really don't like to ask for people's advice. I just like figuring it out. My dad always figured things out and I, and I don't know why he did it maybe. He just didn't have YouTube, um, but you know, or I don't like, you know, if I'm painting a house, I just want to do it myself. And so maybe there is some of that. You don't want people offering advice and, and maybe, maybe that's probably too that I don't want to, but I, I agree. I agree with you um, because I mean, and you've done it where you, you know, you weigh, you have this thing that you've been chewing on for a month or a year And, you know, you say, I don't know, I just don't know what to do. And someone says, "We got to do this after thinking about it for 30 seconds, you know? Yeah. Uh, And, and maybe that is that, that we react to that. We don't want, because I knew people, I knew people I didn't want to hardly talk to. Not because I didn't like them, but because I knew they were going to tell me it was my fault, whatever it was, you know? And I just didn't want to hear it.
1: So what do you do if you can't tell everybody and, or if you don't want to tell everybody?
0: I don't know. You think that and maybe, maybe it's you don't want to tell everybody. Maybe you don't have to tell everybody. Yeah. But maybe sometimes you should tell somebody. You know, uh, Nathan Duncan, who listens and is a friend of ours, um, yeah. you know, he's always, he's a big proponent of men's friendships. And, you know, I, I don't like the word in Lake really accountability just because it sounds kind of in your face but just you know guys talking to guys and you know having a guy that you can share things with i think that that's a big deal because i know you and i we share things that we don't share on the air mm-hmm. you know after the show's over we'll talk and you know we'll say yeah this has been the deal you know yeah. <laughs> because we don't want everybody to know about <laughs> it you know we just which is okay you we know love you don't real... you don't get to know everything <laughs> <laughs> that's right and i and and the truth is you know scott and i don't share everything with each other you know uh, i hope that you know i share things with my wife that i don't share with you and maybe there are things i share with god that i don't share with anybody you know
1: i do have one man friend that i've been friends with since college and uh, he and i have that agreement that pact where we can literally share anything Mm. and we don't necessarily always share everything but we can if we want to and we've made it the commitment that like there's no judgment there's no Mm. guilt no shame we'll pray for you that's it because we know there's things that we won't say if we don't have that guarantee you know right so it, it is helpful to be able to
0: so did, you, did you, like do you come to that point through lots of years or do you come to that point because i assume you've had you know lots of years with other people that you wouldn't want to do that with yeah um but is it just because you found a guy who maybe has traveled some of the same life you have and you know yeah because i feel like i am i'm i'm better than i used to be not better like as a better person but i get it you know like when the you know, you mean you're more gracious, says, maybe, maybe more gracious. Maybe that's the right word, or just understanding yeah. that life is just not as simple as I thought it was. I once thought it was, um, you know. And I can remember thinking, maybe I never said it out loud. Well, you know, you wouldn't have these problems if you just did this God's way, you right, know. Right? And, and what a stupid thing to even think. But you know, now it's like the parent says. You know, I I did this terrible thing with my kids. I'm like, did you shoot them? They go, no. I'm like, you're doing okay. I've seen worse, you know. Uh, and even if they shot them, I could probably go, yeah, I could get that. I wanted to do that. Yes. Um, you know, and really, because we all get in places we don't want to be. But I just think the worst thing that you can do, maybe not, maybe worse is not the right word, but but that's why I'm going to stick with the worst thing you can do is to go to alone and not tell people. And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll be a little more specific. You know, even recently heard on the news about a, an actor who died. I don't even know who the actor is. But he had been sick for like six years, but he never told anybody. And, you know, as a Christian, I, I hear that those same things happening where they have an illness and they don't want to tell anyone. And I'm thinking... Maybe it is the reason you said, Scott, maybe they just get tired of having people say, well, what you ought to try is this, you know? Yeah. But I think they miss out on people praying for them. Or, you know, even sadder to me is that, you know, parents who don't tell their kids things, or I've had parents who will say, you know, we don't want our kids to see us fight. And I'm like, why? And they're like, I don't know, it just, just you know, I, we, I'm thinking you're doing your children a disservice because one day they're going to grow up and they're going to fight in whatever way they do, whether it's silence or whether it's loud. And wouldn't it be terrible if they got to a point and they said, well, my parents never faced this. So I think, you know, there is a, I was talking to a a, a mom somewhere within the last several months who, you know, she and her husband had affairs, both had affairs. And it was tragic. It was terrible. They had reconciled and they were in a good spot. And they said something, she said something like, we haven't told, we haven't told our children because they're young. But she goes, one day I I do want to be able to share it with my, my children one-on-one separately. And I thought, what a wise mom, because, you know, because maybe a kid has to go through that one day. And to know that your parents have been there, is a good thing because I hate it. I can remember one of those times and we've all found our kids, you know, when they've been caught in a sin. And, you know, I can remember one of my children, we he came to us, you know, he had that look, Scott, Yeah, <laughs> you know, the look <laughs> where it's like, oh, yeah. oh something's happened. Mm-hmm. And he had that look and he said he had been seeing some things. He was little. He was 12, I think. On the computer, you know, in our garage that we used for our family man stuff at the time and and he said he'd been looking at things, and I just remember his little heartbroken heart as he said, "Nobody else is as bad as me, and I thought, "Oh, that is not true.
1: If you, you only know. knew, kid,
0: yeah, it's everybody yeah. it's all of us, you know, the ones who say they haven't heard lying." Or they, you know, whatever. I had
1: one of those moments, and thankfully, I I suppose it must have been the Holy Spirit that laid this verse on my heart, but my response was, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, so you're not Mm -hmm. getting any condemnation from me either, kid. Right. You know, (laughs) and And I've been there too, so, you know. uh,
0: But again, you know, I think as parents— we can open those gates where our kids can talk, Yeah, you know, and really not even I'm thinking, Scott, not so much just for when they're little kids so they can talk to us about when they fail like that, but when they're adults so they can share. I knew a family who had a son or a daughter or a dog uh, <laughs> um, uh, who was going through a really hard time, self-harming, looking at me stuff and you know just was caught up and the per- the child came to the parents and said, "I really like I want to go before the church, you know like on a Sunday, like this Sunday and just go up and tell them where I'm at." The parents, after thinking about it, said, "No, you can go up front and say you're struggling with trusting God but you can't go into these other parts. And when I heard that, I just, I really, it saddened me. Saddened me for a couple reasons. One, I mean, who prays for anybody when they say, oh, I have an unspoken prayer request? Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't stick in with you. You go, okay, Father, we pray for Bobby, who has an unspoken prayer request. Just be with him at this time. But we never pray for him again but you know to the dad who says i'm really struggling with some with some crummy stuff you know and we pray for him then afterwards we pray for him daily you know and what was sad to me is that you say to your child you know there are just some things that are too bad to mention to others You know, and I just, I just like, oh man, it was just so, so, so sad to me. And I think, you know, are we guilty of that? Am I guilty of that in some other way?
1: That's a tough one. As soon as you said that, I was like, I I felt in myself, like I was imagining my own church where we go and I don't know if I'd, Advise my kid to go say anything or not, mm-hmm. you know, because um, uh, it's not a regular practice. I'm not sure they'd get condemned or anything. I, I think they'd, it would probably go well, <laughs> um, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause it's not really modeled.
0: Right. Um, right. Right. And I don't know. I'm going to guess that was maybe not a practice of people going before the church, but it was a small church. So I'm guessing it was not a, big deal for someone, you know, during prayer time or praise time or whatever for people to say things. But say your child did do that, Scott, or Mm -hmm. say you did it. Would there be some people who would say things that would hurt? Yes. I just believe it. I mean, it would it would be the Thelma of the group who would come up, who always comes up and says, well, you know, if you had done this or you might try doing this, And it feels hurtful. It feels, but I just think about all the others who would have prayed because the truth is, this child felt this prompting from God, I guess, yeah. to confess your sins to one another and pray for one another in order that you may be healed.
1: It's so sad because there's, we have that thing where it's like, oh, sorry, son, that's not actually how the church works.
0: I know that is really sad. And the church, it's not that. Ch- I mean, the church, we, we, we kind of talk like it's this organization. It's made up of people, right? you know, and that's not the way people work. I can remember early on in our marriage, we didn't even have kids at the time. And I told my wife, you know, you have my permission to share anything you want. She was a pastor's wife and pastor's wives are not supposed to share things. You know, they're supposed to be whatever, yeah. separated. From the church, so oh, they're supposed and to said, be
1: perfect and shiny, and all their kids right, never right, misbehave. Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: and we really are encouraged. Because other pastors will say, you know, I don't really have friends in the church because I don't really want them to whatever, and I I hate that. Uh, but um, and and it saddened to me, sad to me again to think that there are pastors who feel that way and can't, and pastors' wives who feel that way. But I told my wife, I said, you have my permission. Not that I have to give my wife permission for everything, you know, right. Even though I do, she can speak in large groups if she asks me first. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. I do tell her who to vote for. Um, but, uh, you know, I said, if there's anything you want to share about me in front of people, you have my permission. Because I wanted her to. Yeah. And I'll tell you, every once in a while, it was really <laughs> awkward. Because we would be maybe in a small group or even on a Sunday morning. And she would go, because we had a sharing time in our church and in our informal service. And she would say things like, would you just pray for Todd and I? Cause we're not doing very good right now. I just kind of, eh, and and I, I, I just stood there smiling going, yeah, what she said. <laughs> you know? And it felt awkward. I'm thinking, do you have to, but you know, maybe Todd and Debbie are still married 33 years later because people prayed for us when we were in. Eh. Hmm. And so, you know, Maybe that's how, I I just want to encourage you dads to take the lead in this. Maybe your wife doesn't like people that know stuff. Maybe she's secretive, not in a bad way, like she's telling secrets, but that she just plays this game that, you know, life is not hard. Can I just encourage you to gently move her and your family in a direction of realness because the idea is not just to you know somehow always be sharing our garbage because we all have lots of it and you know people scott who always are always sharing stuff you know they're just always i remember a, a lady in our church first time i ever met her met her she goes well i don't usually tell people this but and then she went on and told me and i'm like So you've known me for 10 seconds (laughs) and you think I think that you haven't told this to anyone else, (laughs) you know, and it felt like she was telling, you know, how terrible her husband was so that I would kind of side with her. So we know people like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about people, you know, who can be real with one another so that when we're having hard days that we could again, not we don't have to say it all, but we can just say, hey, we're really going through a hard time right now. Would you pray for us? Not are we're going through an unspoken time or whatever. And if your heart is broken by your child, a child right now, or several children, would you just tell somebody, you know, find someone like Scott has, or or just be bold, knowing that people might say the wrong things, but that more people will pray um, because you just told it like it is. And knowing That you're training your kids for the future. Just like those, you know, little roses that my son left, your example speaks way louder than this little conversation that we're having right now, or having your kid or your wife listen to my talk on being real. And so, you know, there's your marching orders. If it's not easy for you, maybe try a little bit. I mean, just be real with your wife and say, hey, I'm struggling in this area. I'm struggling and being happy. I just don't like being a dad right now or whatever. And ask her to pray for you. She'll probably be shocked that you would ask her to pray for you. But maybe afterwards she will pray for you and healing will take place. So, Scott, do you have any closing remarks?
1: right, my cats were just going, I had to mute myself there, so, yeah, they're there.
0: Oh, man, I can hear them in the background.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, get somebody to talk to. And and on two other notes, if I may. No, go ahead. My wife and I saw the Jesus Revolution movie. Have you seen that one?
0: I was too busy watching the Mayberry Man.
1: (laughs) It was very cool. And actually talks about some of this stuff. Good gravy, those cats. (laughs) How many are there? There's two, but there's just one that makes all the noise when the other one wants to play. Uh, They sound
0: like they're, like, tearing each other to shreds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're losing it, man. And uh, it's a great movie, and actually parts of it remind me of what we were talking about, where, like, because they had all these hippies come into this church. It's about the, you know, the late 60s -hmm. early 70s kind of explosion of the hippie jesus movement right anyway it's very cool um and uh two other things my wife and i had our anniversary just turned 29 in our marriage so that's pretty cool
0: that's a long time
1: and baby henry thank you to all of you who prayed and were so encouraging and helpful uh he just turned six months yesterday. Wow. Yeah, this, wow.
0: That is shocking.
1: Huge. <laughs> very huge. And he had this cute little video I, I posted on Facebook. I will try and I tried to oh, put yeah. it on your thing, but it did, wouldn't let me for some reason. But uh, anyway, there's a little, little video of him playing with balloons and stuff. So, Would someone kill that cat? <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, you can finish up here. I'll mute them. <laughs>
0: No, I'm going to go check out the Henry video uh, as soon as we hang up here. All right, yeah. uh, that reminds me, and I don't know if I ever told this story on the air, but uh, one dad wrote me he was talking about, and this has nothing to do with what we were talking about. He was just talking about communication and how sometimes we can totally misunderstand our wives. And he said they had a cat and it was an old cat. And the cat shows up at the house and it is covered in mud and blood. And, mm. and uh, the wife says, you need to take care of that cat this morning, and the dad says. <laughs> oh, so yeah. he takes the. Did I tell this? Yeah, I think so. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm gonna finish <laughs> it up anyway. And so the dad takes a cat out, and he he shoots the cat, you know, and uh, he's coming back with the, the rifle over his shoulder, and his wife said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I, you know, I just put the cat down." She goes, "I meant clean him up." <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. So go out and take care of that cat, Scott. Well, hey, uh, Dad, uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, I always take it as a great honor and privilege to be with you. And I know none of these issues are ever easy. I got an email from a mom, actually a Facebook message she wrote like two months ago, and I just saw it yesterday. Um, by the way, if you ever need something really important, don't put it on Facebook. You know, come email me directly at familyman at familymanweb.com or call me or text me at Five seven four two five three one six six three, but don't use Facebook. But she was just saying she was all mad because in my calendar I talked about wrestling through things and how I should have taken a firm stance on denouncing Disney as opposed to saying, "Oh, Dad, you can, you're gonna have to wrestle through some of these things." You know, I wish I wrote her back and I said I wish things were that simple. You know, these things are all hard. Maybe a better dad or better man would say, draw the lines and he would tell you what to do. I'm just going to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. Wrestle through these things. And if you got some areas that you need to work on, you know, start on them. But there are no simple solutions or easy answers to very complex things and hard things. But hey, family's worth it. So uh, hang in there. Don't give up. Keep uh, apologizing and uh, keep doing it for your family. Keep doing it because you did that.
1: And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Someday, we're going to live in a nice big house, and I'm going to have a like, completely soundproofed, padded <laughs> studio. You, my cats can wrestle, and my floors won't creak. And Oh, it will pay. be padded all right.
0: You'll probably be in there, Scott. <laughs> yes. You know, There's your dad. Jacket. Don't tap on the glass, guys. <laughs>